everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing good. Good. A lot of news today. Let's uh, head on over to the Disney Parks blog. All right. There's a new drone show in Disneyland Paris, and it's bringing back one of my favorite parades. Well, kind of. It's based on the Main Street Electrical Parade. So that's what inspired this new drone show. Right. Um, It is called Disney Electrical Sky Parade. Uh, This is their latest parade. Oh, parade. This is their latest sky parade over in Paris. It's being performed through September of this year. Uh, It includes 500 drones. Uh, Also involved in this show are projection effects, lighting, lasers, and fountains. Uh, Of those 500 drones, 20 of them have pyro on them. So there are smoke effects and fairy dust effects that these drones drop off as they're going through the sky. Um, A lot of the music is uh, very much the electro-synth magnetic musical sound that we all know and love from the original uh, Disney Main Street uh, electrical parade. And uh, this is pretty stunning. You can actually watch this on the Disney... Uh, YouTube channel. Uh, just look up Disney Electrical Sky Parade. It's a it's a decent show. I think we watched parts of it last week. I don't know. I'll be watching that tonight. And, I, did uh, I? I don't know that I watched. We part did. Of it we before. watched part of it, and it, it's amazing <laughs> the the stuff these drones do. Um, you know it it just it's reminiscent of the electrical well, I want, electrical parade. I want to see it with the music. Yes, that's, that's the part that I that's feel like. In, Maybe I saw part of it, but I don't think I heard the music. Yeah, so uh, check that out. It's on the Disney Parks blog and YouTube. Very good. And I can't wait for them to incorporate drones here in the States. Yeah, I'm sure it'll happen eventually. Yeah. Irene, I remember at one point everybody was excited when Disney purchased technology to create clouds. uh, And we saw (laughs) that done for a little bit in, I think, Magic Kingdom we saw it. Um, And it kind of went nowhere. And then then they had the flying, what was it, flying dragon? They had some technology to fly like a dragon drone, I don't and that know. kind of went nowhere. You're talking about things I have no idea about. Yeah, you, because you, they were short lived, and I don't care that much about technology. Short lived uh, attractions and Cheryl's short memory span. Yeah, uh, they, they don't, don't go well, well together. together. You know what does go well together? What peanut butter and chocolate? Yes, it does. Yeah. Are you trying to like move into the next story? No, I oh. just I think of things that go well together. That's the old commercial. Yes, two things that go well together. I thought you, I thought you might be leading us into our next story, which is a foodie guide um, from the Disney Parks blog Eats section. Uh, it's for Women's History Month. They've got some some special eats for Women's History Month. Wow, talk about obscure reasons to create new food yeah, items. Yeah, that's a little weird. Women's History Month. Mm. Yeah, it's a it's a bit bizarre. No, they do have a Princess Leia inspired milkshake that has these two giant uh, cinnamon buns <laughs> on the side, which looks pretty cool. Um, most of these items are available from March first through the thirty first at different uh, locations throughout the park. Um, you know, it's tough to be inspired. Uh, I was going to say it's tough to be inspired by women, um, but uh, <laughs> I hope not. Uh, food items, you know, I, I just don't understand the correlation. But as I'm looking at the pictures here, the one thing I do think I enjoy is the Minnie Mouse cupcake, which is a chocolate chip cupcake with cheesecake filling topped with a chocolate buttercream, chocolate ears, and a chocolate bow. I would eat that all day. Yeah, you're a big fan of the cupcake. I am. So if you're interested in checking out some of these food items, head on over to the Disney Parks blog under the curated Disney Eats section. That's all the news from the Disney Parks blog. Let's head on over to Anaheim. 
All right, the Disneyland Firehouse and City Hall are covered in themed scrim, blocking the view of the scaffolding and the refurbishment work. That's your whole story right there. Okay. Disneyland and California Adventure both closed early on February 20th due to some inclement weather. Yeah, that doesn't happen often. Uh, Disneyland closed at 10 instead of midnight, and California Adventure is closing at 9 instead of 10. The downtown Disney District is closing at 11 instead of 1. Uh, The area, Orange County, California, is currently under a flash flood warning. Uh, We all know they've had some very heavy rainfall over the past couple of weeks. Um, And, you know, Disneyland Resort also closed completely, I'm sorry, closed early on February 4th and 5th as the county was in a state of emergency. So dealing with some rough weather there. Yeah, that stinks. That's all the news from Disneyland. So let's head on over to Orlando. Okay, the um, refurbished log ride vehicles are being seen at the Tiana's Bayou Adventure ride. That's right. They are not testing the logs yet, um, and there was no water on the flume, uh, but the logs are apparently lined up in the, I guess, circle on the bottom mm-hmm. uh, of the river. Uh, the the um, vehicles themselves have been refurbished a little bit. Uh, although the Brer Rabbit figures have been removed from the front of the log vehicles. They don't look refurbished to me. It looks like they just pulled off the Brer Rabbits. Well, that could be. You know, spring is approaching. It is. It's 30 days until spring. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Um, but with spring comes longer days. Yes. Uh, which means the sun sets a little bit later. That's how that works. Yep. And um, so that's affecting the happily ever after performances um, through March. Oh, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's true. Uh, the start time for Happily Ever After will start to progress later. Currently, it's being performed at 8 p.m. Um, they will beginning uh, the show at 8.30, starting March 10th, and then it will be performed at 8.45, beginning March 31st. So uh, that is the schedule right now through April 20th. And, uh, you know, we expect that show, usually it's an hour before the park closes, uh, so, well, scheduled park closure. We know they will usually schedule the park to close at 10, which means the show happens at 9. And then, of course, about two weeks before that date, they'll change the schedule and close the park at midnight. Right. Uh, but still leave the 9 p.m. performance time. So, yeah, things are starting a little later, starting mm-hmm. soon. That is true. Looks like they're finally finishing up their very long refurbishment um, in the U.K. pavilion. That's right. The men's and ladies' rooms. Uh, restrooms, or as they call them over there, wash clo- water closets, mm-hmm. uh, the WC, uh, they are open. Uh, we mentioned in, in just our last show that right. there were some rolling planters in front of the doorways there, but those uh, rolling planters and construction walls are down, and uh, those restrooms are once again in use. Uh, they were closed for eight months. That's a long time. I mean, and I think this means this is the last of all the refurbishment in the UK pavilion, I think. Mm-hmm. I think we're good to go now. We are. They did make some slight cosmetic changes. Um, the women's and, and men's logos have now changed. Uh, the uh, woman has a large hat and she's holding an umbrella. <laughs> uh, they've also changed a lot of the tiling inside the ladies' room. They're very pretty. Yes. Uh, so it's a very mint green and brown motif now. Okay. We should do a segment called Lou News and just cover all of the restroom uh, happenings at Walt Disney World. Well, they do enough refurbishments that yes. uh, that I guess that's that's possible. Yes, they um, do. So as a part of opening those restrooms back up, they closed the ones that were temporary, right? The, that's right, over in the World Showplace. 
Okay. Uh, that's that little section between the UK and Canada that is used mostly for festivals. There's some fancy lamp posts in World Celebration Gardens at Epcot that I don't remember seeing. No, nor nor do I. I mean, I call them fancy, but they're really just kind of ugly. They look like the lamp posts are falling over. I'm not really sure what's going on well, with they're, them. Well, they're described as artistic lamp posts. Okay. Uh, because they do, ch- they they have rings on them, and the rings change color at night. It's probably pretty at night. Probably a lot of World Celebration is is very nice in the evening. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of lights, a lot of shadows. Uh, they have the lighted uh, pathways. Right, we did see that. Uh, so that is pretty cool. But as Cheryl mentioned, they uh, there's a story about these lampposts, and what's the big deal about these? Well, people were tripping over the bases. It was sort of a mounded uh, base of sort of concrete, maybe only six inches, eight inches tall, um, but it was easy enough if you were walking close to the lamppost to trip over it. Right, there's no curb. It's just like somebody took an upside down uh, salad bowl mm. and made a little base, but the the this mound is the same color as the ground. Right. There's nothing that differentiates it from the lamppost, and apparently people would be walking past, especially when it's you know nighttime and tripping on it. Right. Uh, so the bases of these lampposts are now covered with construction boxes, uh, and uh, they are working on modifying the bases so that they are less of a trip hazard. Yes, as they should. The new ice-cold hydraulics Coca-Cola stand is finally open at Hollywood Studios. That's right. This is on Grand Avenue, which is the Muppets Courtyard area. Uh, As Cheryl mentioned, this is a Coca-Cola stand. It features Coke-infused food as well as beverages. The construction walls came down Monday, and uh, the stand is now open. Uh, They do have the full menu. I think we mentioned the candy-painted cinnamon rolls the Bouncin' Mini Churros, and the Mini Churros previously. They also offer the Mickey-shaped pretzel, the uh, popcorn, uh, as well as popcorn bucket refills. Um, They offer cotton candy and Mickey bars, as well as frozen lemonade in a cup. And they also offer frozen slushies with alcohol, draft beer, and wine, uh, as well as your regular Coca-Cola brand beverages and frozen coca-cola brand beverages very nice so welcome to the uh welcome to the disney world and it it's a good assortment it's all like your snack foods it's the regular ice cream items it's the fresh pop popcorn mickey pretzels like i feel like they're covering all the favorite snack foods and they built this entire building put it up and opened it much quicker than the blue ribbon corn dogs (laughs) or gwendolyn rogers cake bake shop yes At Hollywood Studios, they've switched up how hotel guests enter the park during early entry. That's right. If you're a Disney Resort property guest and not staying at a good neighbor resort, uh, you do get to go in. You say that with such disdain. (laughs) (laughs) Like a good neighbor hotel is like the worst thing ever. Well, it's not a Disney resort. No, it's not. And you don't get in 30 minutes early. That is true. Um, But if you are a Disney Resort guest and you are going in for early entry at Hollywood Studios... Previously, you went through security and then went to the left of the ticket booths where they had like two little lines. They'd verify your resort uh, reservation uh, and they are now just opening up more lines. So it's going to make that process a lot faster. When we did it back in January, um, you know, it would back up to like three or four people, but they've just they're doing what they can to alleviate that little backup. Very good. And giving guests who are lined up for the 
uh, public opening. A little more space. Less space. Oh, really? Because they're, they're using more lanes now for the resort guests. Is that where we stood in line? Was that, that Hollywood Studios? That is where we stood in line. There wasn't a whole lot of room to start with. There was not. Yikes. Yeah, because we were at a good neighbor hotel. We were at a good neighbor <laughs> Someone was not happy about it. Disney has filed permits for the demolition of the former NBA experience at Disney Springs. That's right. Uh, NBA experience was officially closed back in 2021. Uh, but it did close in March of 2020 with the COVID-19 pandemic and never reopened. Uh, Disney has filed permits for demolition. It doesn't necessarily mean that they are knocking the building down. I, uh, I doubt they would. Because part of that building is being used right now by the City Works Eatery and Poorhouse. Um, they might just be taking off some of the external wrapping that they have for the NBA experience. They could also be demoing the inside. They could be doing some demo on the inside. Uh, while there has been nothing in that building for uh, three or four years now, they were using it as temporary office space during the construction of the summer house on the lake. Uh, so they have been trying to make that functional. Um, they're also looking for maybe another tenant to move in there. Uh, biggest One of the biggest debacles uh, in Disney was bringing the NBA experience into the former Disney Quest building, yeah. uh, where it lasted all of about uh, 14 months. I still miss Disney Quest. Yes, it was fun. It was so fun. Salt and Straw is taking the idea of the Choco Taco and uh, making it their own. Yeah, this is funny. Um, you may remember that Klondike Ice Cream Company discontinued the Choco Taco back in the summer of 2022. Um, and Salt and Straw, in conjunction with Taco Bell, uh, this is a, a, a collaboration I never thought I'd no, uh, see weird. take place. Um, but they have announced that they will be resurrecting the Choco Taco, or a version of the Choco Taco, and it will be for sale at Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort and other Salt and Straw um, brick-and-mortar locations. The uh, new Choco Taco is going to be hand-pressed waffle cones with fresh-made cinnamon ancho ice cream, which is then dipped in single-origin chocolate and studded with toasted brown rice. The tacos will also come with three custom sauce packages, packages and a tangy cheesecake dip. Um, these are supposed to be available, um, you know, uh, in for pickup that you can walk into the store right, and get yeah. them. Right, they'll be in the freezer um, section. You're not going to see them in your local supermarkets. No. I think Salt and Straw only has 20 or 25 locations across the country, so this will not be widespread. But somehow it made big news that the Choco Taco was coming back. But it's not really the Choco Taco. What are your thoughts on this Choco Taco? It's, they masked that they're putting like rice on the outside, mm -hmm. crisp rice or something. That's not, what is that all about? Well, I guess that's based on the original design. Is it? I don't of know. Ancho. Ancho uh, cinnamon ice cream. Is was that not, what it was? It's not what was in there before. It was yeah. just vanilla ice cream. Cinnamon ancho ice cream. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it'll be good, but don't try to call it a Choco Taco. Right. Once again, salt and straw going a little bougie with a glass. Right. Exactly. All right. Here we go. Cheryl just yawned. So that, must mean, <laughs> that must mean it's time for entertainment news. Um, the big news today is uh, that Disney Movie Club has announced they are closing after 23 years oh, of service. Wow. Uh, and with satisfying 10 mil, over 10 million guests, uh, Disney Movie Club members. Uh, which, you know, Disney Movie Club was kind of a modern version of the old, uh, what was the music club? Columbia, Columbia Records. House. Columbia House Records mm -hmm. that you could get movies for a penny. No, uh, not movies. They were uh, just right. uh, tapes cassettes, and cassette cassettes. tapes. 
Uh, well, Disney Movie Club was kind of a version of that where you could get discounted movies. You could purchase. You'd get the new selection each it month like, when it yeah, came out. Yeah, you got out. a monthly thing. And, you know, if, if you don't uh, reject it, then they automatically sent it to your house mm-hmm. and charged you. Um, but uh, Disney announced after 23 years they're closing, so it's, it's kind of sad. Uh, and then following up on the heels of that, Disney has announced that they will be outsourcing their DVD and Blu-ray production as well as the distribution to Sony. Uh, that okay. they will be shuttering their own distribution plants. Um, no word on if this is going to result in layoffs. Yeah. It probably will. That sucks. Um, and the interesting thing is this comes uh, on the heels, and, and I didn't realize this, Netflix finally shut down their DVD uh, mailing Lending system. Thing. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, that's where funny. Where you used to be able to, to do DVDs by mail, that was shuttered last September. Wow, I so, thought it had been gone a lot longer right? than that. Who knew? Um, you know, streaming giant Netflix, for those of you who are old enough to remember, uh, started out as a subscription service where you receive DVDs by mail yep. and, uh, you know, went online to make a selection. Yeah, it was a lending thing, right. like uh, the same as like the library, except you paid for it. Kind of very much like the, what's the red box? It's a red box, like a red yeah, box but they ma- mailed them to you. Right. So uh, very, very sad RIP Disney movie club. Is red box, do they even have locations for that anymore? Red, yes, they do. They're not very many anymore. They're all think. over the place. They're at all the Walgreens. Still? They're at our supermarket. Maybe I'm just so rate. used to seeing them that I don't notice right. them. Right. They're, they're so commonplace that you don't even recognize yeah, them. Yeah. I remember they used to be at Stop and Shop because we used to get them. But now you stream everything. So, like, why right. would I Why would I go and try to find a disc at the Redbox? Most people stream things. You know, your husband still buys physical uh, media. Yeah. Um, but this is also, you know, all of these changes are coming about. And this is the first quarter where... Uh, Blu-ray and DVD sales slumped under a billion dollars. They mm-hmm. only made about seven hundred and eighty million dollars in sales this first quarter. Um, so the 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 physical media business is sliding. Yep. Uh, and they think by next year it might be dead. Uh, many retailers, including Target, um, Target has scaled down their media section, um, but Best Buy announced that they will no longer be selling Blu-rays or DVDs in their stores. Wow. So the end of an era. Yeah, for sure. But when the apocalypse comes and all these, the internet is down, everyone's going to be coming to our house to get physical <laughs> movies. Right. Hopefully the Blu-rays still run. Right. What do you say we check in on our friends at Universal? Okay. Um, Mel's Drive-In has been closed for refurbishment for quite a while. Um, they are getting ready to reopen, though, and there is a first look at the updated menu. That's right. They closed in July of 2023. They were closed for seven months. So they were able to update uh, Mel's Drive-In in the same amount of time, in less time, oh, for goodness than it sakes. took them to do two restrooms in the United Kingdom uh, at Epcot. Um, but, uh, you know, as Cheryl mentioned, that Mel's Drive-In is due to reopen. Uh, a lot of American drive-in classics on their menu, uh, Chili Cheese Dog, Big, Big Bopper Burger, Crispy Chicken Fingers, Mel's Famous Burger, a vegan field roast chili dog, California Cobb Salad, Crispy Chicken Sandwich, uh, and then, of course, your fries and shakes. So uh, welcome back to the fold, Mel. Very good. And then some kind of cool news uh, as we wrap up the podcast here today. Uh, Universal and McFarland Toys have announced that they are going to expand their Movie Maniacs brands with figures inspired by Universal characters. Uh, so they have announced that there will be a new wave of collectibles inspired by 1980s and 19 com- uh, 1990s comedies. Uh, they have announced that the Blues Brothers uh, from the Blues Brothers movie 
Andy Stitzer from The 40-Year-Old Virgin and The Dude from The Big Lebowski, Big Lebowski will be the first figures in this new collection. All right. So uh, kind of cool. These are six-inch figures. Each includes a numbered art card, a backdrop, and a base. Uh, you will also get a digital collectible of each figure. Um, so I did digital, this whole non-fungible NFTs. Well, yeah, uh, I don't get it. That's the way your movies are going as well. Right. So what can I tell you? All right. Well, that's all the news for today. We will be back on Friday. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Ah!